Welcome to All Things Real Estate with Maria Recruit, your number one source for news for real estate in North America and worldwide. Hello, everyone. It's Maria Recruit here from uh, All Things Real Estate. And today's series is called Double Your Income Using Social Media. And I have the pleasure of having Sean Wynott from Blue Cow Marketing, from all the way from Nova Scotia. <laughs> that's going to be discussing about he's a he's a marketing guru who's been at it for 22 years and um, I, I I can't keep up with him he's always busy every time I call him even on Facebook he doesn't have time to talk to me so I had to have him on my my show in order for him to have some time for me and Sean I want to thank you you are one of our sponsors of our newsletter I thank you very much we really appreciate you having us a sponsor of our Canadian Real Estate Investors Association newsletter you're welcome and we have your logo there and a little bit of your tips. So we're going to be adding your tips every month, uh, what we should as real estate investors, landlords, um, mortgage brokers, real estate agents, how we should be using social media. And just letting everyone know, I wrote the book, Double Your Income Using Social Media in 2015, got published. I just won an award last year, my third award. But social media has changed a lot. I can even admit it. And I'm learning a lot from these young folks and Sean's much younger than I am. And, um, and I'm always looking to improve. So Sean, I'd love to introduce you. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, thank you for letting me be a guest on the show. Um, My like, pleasure. like you mentioned in the opening, I've, I've been in the industry for 22 years. Not all those 22 years have been you know, with social media. You know, I started yeah. out in video production, went into web design, graphic design, photography, uh, and, and then evolved into social media and digital marketing. Um, mm -hmm. And the reason for that is, like you said, things are always changing. So, you know, yes. you got to be pliable, flexible, uh, and open to embracing change to be able to, yes. to keep up with it. I agree. I agree 100%. That's what I realize. Mm -hmm. And when I go to meetings, I get sometimes I get so frustrated because people are saying, talking about the product. I said, you know what? People buy from people. People buy because they like you, not the product. You, I said to them, you could be selling anything to me, but if I like you, guess what? I'll come back to you. People still um, see themselves as a product rather than a person, Sean. So you straighten us out, okay? Help us out here. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about social media and, and social yes. uh, you know, is all about that one-to-one -one connection. That is what it was designed for that's what it was built for and you yes. know over time it's evolved where businesses got involved and then you know you, you came out and you saw business pages uh it originally yes. was groups uh and then that evolved to, to pages uh yes. and people created those pages and they spent a lot of time focusing on building that page around their brand or their product yes and exactly and really what it came down to was people got a lot skeptical about you know what is the messaging really coming out from the brand you know even when you look at mm -hmm. testimonials and reviews you know if you yes. go to a website where they've been retyped to look good on a website you're not going to believe them as much as if they were you know posted by the actual person it's the reason why tripadvisor yes. you know hotels.com all those different sites mm -hmm are working off as social proof and that's what we want um social yes. media no different so the biggest shift that we've seen in the latter latter part of 2019 into 2020 has mm -hmm. been a move kind of back from the business page and more about priming and using your personal profile to make those connections. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Yes. Because once again, I mean, people can actually, you know, tell me what they're selling. If I don't know you, and I haven't networked with you, and you haven't spent time, you know, getting to know me and finding out about me, I, I don't want to buy from you. So what I find is because I belong to a number of chambers of commerce in Ontario, Sean, and I go to these meetings, somebody comes up to me without even knowing me, gives me their business card. Well, I tell them, you know, keep it. I don't, I don't even know who you are. Why don't you tell me about yourself? You know, so that Again, they keep making the same mistakes. I don't know. Are these people not watching how to market properly and use social media? Or what is, what's the matter with people these days? Tell me, Sean. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> pay close attention. And this is the number one mindset shift that people that are making these mistakes have. And it's they're yes. looking at social media as a sales tool, right? They're yes. looking at it as yes. this is a, a, a place I go to sell my services or sell my product yes. or even sell yes. myself in, in that regard. Yeah. But the problem with that is that it's it's very abrupt when you do that because people are on there yeah. and you got to look at, at when the consumers that are using Facebook are doing that. You know, they're not sitting there opening up Facebook going, oh, I can't wait to be sold to. I wish the next big product's <laughs> going to come yeah. my way, right? They're yes. in there because their friends, their families, their they're, they're passing time, they're doing it after hours on their lunch break. Yes. So when an yes. ad comes through or somebody's marketing something that's like, oh, buy this, buy this, you yeah. will get the odd person oh. that'll buy on that. But yeah. the majority is that people don't want to be sold to anymore, right? No, I, no. I, I, I don't get tired. Yeah. I get tired of hearing that, yes. And, and yes. I don't know what the exact stat is, but it's upwards of, of you know, an average person sees consciously and subconsciously up to 20,000 sales messages in the run of a day, right? Some that they're aware of, yes. some that they're not. So as humans, we don't like to be sold to, but we love no. to buy, right? We yes. love to buy. Of course. And the of difference course. in that and the difference in, the, in the, the shift and psychological change is that when we buy, it's our decision. Mm. When we're sold to, yes. it's you pushing the decision on us. Yes, yes, I agree. And that's what I find is people call me up out of the blue and say, oh, we're going to help your business. I say, okay, how much is it going to cost? It's going to cost you a dime. I said, please, you know, <laughs> like don't waste my time, you know, just don't waste my time. And I get, and I even say to them, I'm sorry, I'm so tired of getting sold to, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm really interested, I'll come to you. You don't have to come to me, you know? And these are people out of the blue, don't even know who I am for crying out loud, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I want to know who I'm buying from and I don't have to buy that much anymore. It's a baby boom. I don't need that much anymore, you know? So you should really know who you're trying to sell the product to, how long they've been in business for, and what their needs are. So if you listen to them, that's what I always do. So when I go to a Chamber of Commerce event or a business event, I don't talk about myself. I ask them about them. Mm -hmm. So what I do, that's my kind of my secret, is I network with people I know already. And I say, hello, how are you doing? How's your business? And then maybe it'll be one extra person or two extra people that night that I actually get to know who they are. Absolutely. So they know who I am and I know who they are. That's the way I do. That's what I've been doing. I've been in business since 1982, Sean. Some people weren't even alive. That's a year so after I was born. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? I, I was born in 81. So. Oh, there you Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay. So it's 38 years in business. You know, and it's like, I mean, I'm tired of people. I even say to them, I'm sorry, I can't stand listening to the sales pitch. I just can't, mm -hmm. just can't. My ears, you know, are burning all the time now. So you've got a really good point, Sean. And so tell us, I'll tell you how I did it. You tell us how we should be doing it. Absolutely. And the best parallel yeah. comparison to this would be 
picture, you know, you're very comfortable in the town or, or city that you live in, right? So picture one day this alien spaceship comes over and sucks you up and drops you into another city, town, province, whatever, that you don't know anyone, right? What do you do? Yes. You know, do you just go into the largest gathering of people and start shouting at the top of your roofs, hey, this is who I am and you need to buy from me so that I can survive? No, that's ludicrous. Nobody would do that. Yeah. Right? Yes. You're going to you're going to find out, you know, where people are. You're going to go and attend some some events. You're going to start mm -hmm. to just listen, get the feel for the yeah. area um, and, yeah. and start to, to try to engage in some conversations. Right. See if you can add some yeah. value. Right. Over time, yes. you'll start to get known uh, and then maybe, mm -hmm. you know, you'll put on, you know, uh, a talk or something somewhere yes. or a workshop. Yes. Um, and then yes. from there, business will start to come. That mm -hmm. exact process is how you yeah. have to approach social media. We just use it a bit differently in the way that we have a social media profile. So we prime mm -hmm. that, right? We, we say who mm -hmm. we are. Yeah. Um, and then you, you go and you find groups, right? Groups mm -hmm. are just like the networking uh, events that are out there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But, Same and when thing. You, yeah. And when you join that group, you don't go in and start posting sales pitches, right? Again, that's the <laughs> annoying person that goes to the, you know, the event to look at me, right? Right. We call yeah. them like the me monsters, right? They're like me, 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 exactly. me, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to. You're going to go and you're going to start to scroll through and see the chatter that's happening. And is there yeah. conversations happening that you can add some value to and, uh, you know, either ask some more comments or answer some questions, right? You do that for yeah. a little bit uh, and then you start to post curious questions, right? I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. Does anyone else have, mm -hmm. have uh, you know, a problem with X, Y, or Z, whatever the, the mm -hmm. item is. Mm -hmm. And those yeah. items are usually in your area expertise uh, mm -hmm. that you have value in. So you want people yes. to start to ask questions or answer that question so that you can then answer them back, right? Mm -hmm. uh, exactly. And then over time, yeah. what they're going to do, and this is crazy to think about this, mm -hmm. But when somebody says or sees that you provide value in an area, they're going to click on your name to find out who you are. Yeah, That's exactly. when they go so to your I personal profile, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. They're not going to yeah. go and search through and find out, oh, what's your business name? Because I'm going to go search for your business on Facebook and find your page. Yeah. No, they're going to see yeah. who you are, right? And yeah. then you can message one-on-one exactly. -on -one back and forth. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Mm -hmm. When I meet somebody new, like I met you on social media. Mm -hmm. Like I kept telling everyone, most people who come on my shows, I've gone and found your profile and found out who you are on social media. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I would send you an invitation. Well, why don't you join my group, right? The Canadian Real Estate Investors Association. And so you join and then you I say, I say and then I, I say, why don't you post? You know, we don't have anyone really doing very much marketing on. They're explaining to us about marketing. Mm -hmm. There's lots of sales, but marketing is completely different. And you're an expert in that. And they should understand. And what got me really, Sean, which I found so interesting, is when you shared that video of that real estate agent <laughs> that was... <laughs> That was not only just reading poetry that she made up, but also then after that, she was like the, the state of the of the city, right? Yeah. So unique. And I even said that to her and I said to you, oh, my God, that is so unique. No one's doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm always looking for things that are different, right? Because I want to be entertained when I go on Facebook, too. I want to gain knowledge. I want to network. But I also want to be entertained every once in a while. Yeah, so, you know, absolutely. Right, yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I was in a, a podcast this morning, a group of four mm -hmm. business um, people in our area, and we're putting on this podcast. Yeah. And this topic came up and I said, you know what, this Christmas that passed, I received in the mail three of mm -hmm. these business cards with 
a calendar that I'm supposed to stick on my fridge by realtors in yeah. the area, right? Yes. They got my email yes. or my mailing address at some point. Yes. Three yes. of the exact same things. And it got me thinking about this. And it's the biggest shift is marketing is you need to have what we call a pattern interrupt. So when you mm-hmm. see something, receive something that is unlike something you that you've been conditioned to expect, right? Mm-hmm. So picture you're sitting there and you know having a conversation with someone and by a busy street and you know people are walking by you are subconsciously mm-hmm. know there's people there but you're not paying attention to who they are right they're just coming by yeah, exactly. but imagine exactly. one of those people come by in a big pink gorilla suit right yeah that's oh, out of the, that, right you're like you're you suddenly consciously come into it and you're like whoa what's that that's what our marketing needs to be. Some people go a little more extreme and go like really yes. big pink gorilla. Uh, and some people yeah. go a little more chic pink gorilla. Yes. Right? That's right. Right? Yeah. So so that's the, the idea behind it is, you know, finding out who you are personally and what can you flip in that, what we call flipping the script is what are the, mm-hmm. the cliches in your industry that everybody's doing the exact same thing? What can you do differently uh, to stand out? Yeah. Right. One of the things is network with people that are in your industry. I mean, it's crazy for you not to take the time to talk to the influencers that know a lot of people. I mean, that's that's the wrong thing to do. You should be looking at who's really making a difference, who's making a little bit of, of uh, sense on social media and follow them mm-hmm. and comment. That's what I do. I go and I check out people that I that, that really um that vibrate with me. That's mm-hmm. the thing you have to do now is vibrate. I'm not going to follow someone who doesn't vibrate with me. If they vibrate with me, then I'll follow through and I'll check on their profiles, either LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook, and I'll send them a message on LinkedIn or even better Facebook, you know, and that's how I get to know. And just watch, just listen to them, watch what they're doing, comment on their posts so I can get to know who they are. You know, I don't, I don't go quickly with anyone and I don't do it fast. You know, like it's slow and sure wins the race. Like that's the thing people don't understand. And Sean, I think you'll agree. It takes a number of years to build your business. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't matter how much you push, it's not going to happen. And now I find, because I started my first business in New York City in 1982, that was easy. Those sales were easy to do. It's a huge city, lots of money. But in Ontario, where I am right now, in the Niagara region, it's not. It's very slow. And it could take from five to ten years to establish yourself as a business. And people say, oh, I'm in the business two years. I said, "That's you're just a baby, you know. <laughs> Would you not agree? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, like yeah, I, I've I been, know. I've had this business for 10 years. I've been in the industry for 22. Yeah. And it hasn't been until this year that I, I can see, you know, consistent momentum going. There's always been growth. I've never had a down year. It's always been growth. But but in the efforts that are going on, I've seen momentum. Um, and I've had people come up to me that, that have said, you know, I've been watching your posts on LinkedIn for five years. Now I've yes. decided to start a business or now my business is at a point that needs your help. Then they reach out to me. Yeah. They've never, yeah, they've never exactly. commented. They never like did mm-hmm. any engagement, but they've been mm-hmm. watching. And you need to be aware that yeah. that stuff is happening. And yes. you know, anything that you put out is needs to be in a way that it's inviting a two-way conversation, right? Mm-hmm. We need to be mm-hmm. listening as well as responding versus talking at people that we're putting content Absolutely. out for. 
yeah, there's too much talking at people. And I get that on LinkedIn sometimes, or even on Facebook, where they want, you know, like you accept them and they say, oh, do you want me to build a website? I, I never mentioned I wanted you to build a website. <laughs> and they get, they, they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Well, that's, that's sales. I don't want to know. I mean, I can go to anyone. I can build it myself now, mm -hmm. you know, like, what are you going to offer me? Like, I need to know who you are. So I think a lot of people on social media are still trying to sell, 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 sell. Mm -hmm. And it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. You know, it just turns me right off. So I'm even careful who I'm, who I'm allowing into my LinkedIn groups, because I can see that all they want to do is sell to me. I don't want that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so it's just, there's such a, I don't think many people know the difference between marketing and sales. And that's why I started W Income using social media to understand that they have to get to know you as a person. They have to respect you and follow you. And I've had many people follow me. They say, oh, I see you all over the place because I am on all the social media sites, right? Mm -hmm. So people get to see my name and repetition in my face. And I find that keeping the same photograph helps a lot because we do change what we look like. So it helps if you keep the same photo as close as possible right and then your name is there for them to see absolutely yeah, for sure right and sure. one of the techniques that i i use when i'm connecting with people on facebook is you know this is after i've, I've gone in and i've provided some value in groups and, and there's been some engagement and then i go the add yeah. to friend right so i want a friend request yes. them and yeah you know, it, it, you know, that friend request may not be around for forever, right? They may not stay a friend. Mm -hmm. It's just until we decide yeah. if we're going to work together or not, or if I can provide them any yeah. value. So once I yeah. do that and they accept it, I'm going to go look at their profile and I'm going to find something mm -hmm. that I can relate to. So whether mm -hmm. it's their, their header mm -hmm. image or a post they did on a certain thing, you know, if we've got it in yeah. common, great. If it's something that I think is interesting, that's my opening conversation with them. So I'm going to send them a message. Yes. You know what? Uh, hi, hi, John. Uh, you know, I was just looking at your profile. I noticed you like, um, you know, water sports, right? You know, um, you know, I've yeah. never actually tried. That's re really cool, right? Because you want to, people love it when you recognize something about them and not yes. start talking about yourself right away. And people I in agree. business love to talk about their business. Yes. Right. Yes. And I don't know how many times and you've alluded to it there that you've got it where you get a request and suddenly you get this like three paragraph yeah. message about all yeah. their experience and, and things of that yeah. nature. And yeah. really, you're like, uh, you don't even know who I am. Right. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. You don't and, walk. And I don't even know who you are, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody walks into a doctor's office for an appointment and sits down and the doctor comes through the door and is like, first thing he says is, here's a prescription. Yeah. For what? <laughs> Right. It doesn't happen that way. Right. We have to look at our business the same way. Even in real estate is, you know, you get somebody that, that's a buyer, like what do they need? Right. Or, or you know, yeah. what they think they need may not be what they need. Exactly. Yeah, right? that's that's really true, right? Yeah. Right. They have to listen to what you're saying, you know, and and watch your your reaction, right? I mean, that's what I do. Is and and again, I'm I'm not a pushy salesperson. I mean, I never have been because that's not how you make long-lasting relationships. If I think about it, I have a, my uh, real estate agent that I've had for 20 years, same one. My mortgage broker, same one for 20 years. You know, why do I go back to them? Because they know me, they respect me, they don't, they're not trying to push me into buying anything. Mm -hmm. And I built a relationship. We're friends. We're f almost like family. And that's what I do. I go to the same doctors. I go to the same lawyer that I built a relationship with. So, I mean, like I already am establishing who I want to do business with and why, because I like the way they do, they, they do business in general and they keep what they do too, Sean, for me is they keep proving themselves of who they are 
mm-hmm. right? And it vibrates with me, like what, what they're saying or who they are or their actions, like actions speak more than words. And that's what I'm watching. And when they see me at a, an event, they come up and say, hello, how are you doing? They have enough interest to know who I am. There's other people that I've networked with, they don't even say hello. So what, what do you expect me to do? <laughs> you know, like I can't keep going up to you all the time. You've got to come my way too. It's a two-way street. And again, they're very short-sighted. They're very short-sighted about like the people who you know, Sean, and the people I know and anyone else you meet. You don't know who they know. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just, uh, you're just maybe another person away that may be able to give you business if they like who you are. Absolutely. Quite simple. Right. Yeah, or or even, simple. even you know, let's say you've got an older client who just bought their, their last home or their forever home, whatever. Yes. Right. Yeah. And you're like, well, they're never going to buy another home for me. So I'm not going to show them any more love after the fact. Well, yes. Yes. well they're yes. going to have kids yeah. that come up. They're going to have friends that are in earlier buying decisions, right? Who they're going to refer to. So, you know, you can't just forget about them, right? You, yeah. Because you're, yeah. you're looking for that referral side, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. That's and, the mistake a lot of people do. And, and yes, while we're on, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, oh, Sean. Okay. Sorry. Um, while we're on the the topic of, of social media, uh, you know, one of the things that I want to make clear is that mm-hmm. you know social media isn't the be all end all of your marketing strategy. Yeah. You know, it, okay. it's it's a method for communicating your content. So mm-hmm. I know people who will start out and they're like, I got to build my Facebook presence, and I that's all they do, right? It's all Facebook, mm-hmm. all Facebook. They don't mm-hmm. have a website. They're, they're putting yes. all their videos on there. They're doing all that. Here's the problem. Yeah. What if Facebook disappeared tomorrow? Yes. Could you survive, <laughs> right? Yeah. Could you shift yeah. what you were doing to something else? For those people that are doing it the, the way I just mentioned, absolutely not, right? Because yeah. they lose that. Bad. Now, the chance that Facebook is going to shut its doors overnight, very slim. But what about mm-hmm. when the market loses trust in Facebook? Right, we have another massive data breach, like Cambridge Analytica issue that mm-hmm. came out, oh, and people yeah. are like, "Okay, I'm not even going to go on Facebook anymore because, my, you know, I'm I don't want to. I'm shutting down my accounts." And I see a lot of people doing that personally. Oh yeah. Right. Yes. So the platform may be around, but the mm-hmm. the user interest is is dying. So we absolutely need to make sure that you own your own media. And what does that mean? It means that you have a website. So if you're creating a blog or a podcast Mm -hmm. or videos Mm -hmm. that you're putting them on there and you're sharing them out because you want people to come back to your website from these other social channels. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, that's, that's a really good point is that a lot of people are not building websites, but, but in numbers, you know, statistics, how many people actually go and visit? Oh, they'll only people only go and visit your website once they know who you are and have an interest. Mm -hmm. I I find that I found like in my own business, I do long and short term rental. I'm a, I'm a landlord and real estate investor, Sean, as you know. And um, what I find is most people are finding me on these listing sites like VR. Airbnb, booking.com. They really don't go on my on my website as much now as they used to do that. Mm-hmm. So people themselves are getting educated to go on these listing sites where before the baby boomers, which is my generation, we would go and look on Google. Mm-hmm. You would Google, you know, Niagara on the Lake and then a cottage rental or whatever else. And then it depended on the name that you had. I always had Niagara, right? Or Niagara on the Lake. So it would come up to the top. 
So uh, just tell us how important a website is and, and what, and podcasts. I know you're very good at podcasts. You're helping me with mine. And I thank you very much for that. You're doing a marvelous job. So if anyone wants Sean to help them with their podcast, by all means, he's a great resource. <laughs> so tell us, uh, tell us what are our steps in establishing ourselves as a person and a business? Yeah. So if you're, if you're starting out and you're creating your website, there's no way you're going to compete with the, the already going momentum of those search results. So, you know, yes. I, I've had people who have created a website or we've created a website and the next day they're like, well, I'm not coming up under, you know, real estate. I'm like, well, that's a, such a broad term, right? Yes. You know, especially yes. these listing sites, the, you know, the, the realtor.ca, the MLS sites, things, you know, mm-hmm. we've got one here in the social shows on the East coast called viewpoint, yes. which is competing with yes. MLS and it's doing really well, but mm-hmm. the consumer base is conditioned to go there first. So your website in any business, in my opinion, is a secondary point of contact, right? They're going to mm-hmm. find you somewhere yes. else. They're maybe even find you on social media or they've been referred mm-hmm. to you and then they're going to go and look you up, right? They're going to look for yes. your name. If they're looking yes. for your name or your business name, your website's going to come up mm-hmm. much easier than if they're looking for a broad term, right? Exactly. That's out there. I agree. Right? Yep. So the more that you can be out there in different content... Uh, you know, podcasts, blogging, and I'm going to say all these, you know, videos and things. And a lot of people are like, I don't have the time for that. Well, the I know, reali- I know. How <laughs> and, do we hire experts yeah. like you, Sean? <laughs> and the, the reality is, what are you doing that could be amplified or multiplied? So if you're going to do a podcast, so like this show right here is being live streamed on Facebook, right? It's yes. video format. The audio yes. is going to become part of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. The right. audio could be transcribed and turned into a blog post or parts of mm-hmm. it. Right. Mm-hmm. One point of int- one point of input, multiple forms of output. So you don't have to go and say, "Oh, I have to go shoot a video," and then I have to go do a podcast. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. You take the longest form piece of content, usually an interview mm-hmm. or a blog or, or or a podcast. Sorry. And then you can break it down. Put a camera in front of you. It could be your phone. Doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, sure. we're not. We're not as consumers, we're not as concerned about high polished videos, right? We yes, have more exactly. trust in the authentic nature of something mm-hmm. that is raw mm-hmm. uh, and on cut. You know, a lot yeah, of, a lot exactly. of, yeah, a lot of podcasts now are going with very little editing, right? Right. From the mm-hmm. moment they hit record to even if they stumble through some points, they leave it in there because it's yeah, real. Of course. It's right? real. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, look at, you know, we had, this is a funny story, but we had, um, I think it was last year, uh, you know, like the fireplace that comes out at Christmas time, the channel, people yeah. watch the fire log. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> in Halifax, we're known for donairs, right? Spicy meat that gets shaved off and put yeah. onto a pita. Well, this local pizza place that's known for their donairs put a live camera online of the pizza or the donair meat just rotating. It was like the donair okay. camp and people, wa- <laughs> there was thousands of people watching this for hours, right? Because every now and then somebody would come in to shave off a piece of meat and they're like, well, who, when are they going to come next? Right. So, you know, people like that, that raw kind of, um, you know, look behind the scenes kind of, kind mm-hmm. of part of your marketing. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. I love that. That's really a good point. See, I'm telling you, you're a genius when it comes to things that are a little bit different here and there, right? <laughs> Fantastic. So maybe what I'd like to do in the future is have you come back and we can talk about specific programs people can do if they want to do it themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like you were saying that once you have a podcast, then that can be transcribed into a blog. Yeah. So how would you do that? Like, is there a program you would use in order to do that? Yeah. So there's a, there's a free app you can get and you actually get an online account to it's called otter so otter.ai if you look it up on your phone okay. uh, and the idea behind that app is it's a transcription recording software so you okay. get up to i think it's like 2000 minutes a month you can transcribe so okay. if you're in a meeting you can actually hit record on your phone and it will give you a transcription the other part of it is you can take your podcast and you can upload the mp3 file to the site and within like 10, 15 minutes, it transcribes it and gives you, you know, the ability to export as a text file. If, I love that. If the, the speaking is clear, very well enunciated, then it'll do a really good job. If there's some, you know, some language barriers and things like that or accents, it may not pick up 100% of the words, but it's a good start. It's better than sitting there and having to retype it. Right. Oh my goodness. Can, can you go in there and fix it up? Once oh it's yeah, on there? absolutely. Can you and you can actually, mistakes? yeah. <laughs> and if, if there's two people talking, it'll say, it'll pick up the voice difference and say guest one, guest two. And once you go ahead and type who the guest is, it'll fill it out throughout the, the whole thing. Oh my God. I love that. I have yeah. to try that. My goodness. I love that. Yeah. How do you spell that? Is what, what, Can you yeah. spell it for yeah. us? So it's O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. Okay. Yeah, AI, right? Artificial yeah. intelligence. Okay, tell me something. I mean, it's so, I mean, I'm so grateful that I'm still in the age where I'm where I'm being exposed to so much more in the way of business and possibilities of running a business by one or two people, right? Because mm -hmm. there's so many sole proprietorships out there that, um, that can become very large by using AI. Can you give us some more ideas of how we can use AI on social media to help us out? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, works really well. Uh, you know, it's not 100% uh, accurate. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's never going to yeah. replace humans because, you know, it doesn't have the ability to make rational decisions, right? It can only make decisions yes, based on the data it has. So some other yes. things that I've seen over the years and I've used because I've liked to try out technology. I don't always stick with them all the time, mm -hmm. um, but I want to mm -hmm. try it out was one to help you for booking appointments. And I can't remember the name of it, but I can send mm -hmm. it to you later once I find it again. Sure. But the idea I was... With everyone. I yeah. can share it with uh, the resources, okay? Yeah, Perfect. so the idea was that it was a um, appointment assistant. So it was working off an email. So it would give you an email address. It, it would have a name. So it was like Rebecca or whatever. It might assign a name to you. So you know that if you're sending an email, you can CC this address and you could say, you know what, um, you know, book an appointment at two o'clock tomorrow with Maria, right? And CC it mm -hmm. in the email. And it will actually then pull your email address and send you an email and says, hi, I'm Rebecca, Sean's virtual assistant. He wants me to book an appointment with you at two o'clock. Does that work? And if you reply back saying yes, it says perfect. And it sends you the calendar invite and everything. If you say I no, it. no, it'll write back say, okay, what date works better for you? And so it's picking up the, parsing the information in the email and responding automatically. And it worked really well three years ago when it first came out. Uh, and I stopped using it just because I didn't need it, but I really liked where that technology was going. I mean, Google is on the forefront of a lot of this. They've been testing right now using the Google Home device to mm -hmm. being able to 
you know, ask it to call and book a hair appointment or whatever. And mm-hmm. it'll know, you know, it'll call the hair salon of your choice and it will talk, the actual voice will talk when the person answers the phone and be able to go back and forth. So, oh my God. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> right. And, and a lot of people will, will look at this stuff and say, you know, they're so fearful. There's so much invasion of privacy. I look mm-hmm. at it and say, if it can enhance and save me time, I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. right? I don't yeah. care if these devices are listening to everything I say. And, you know, if, I, if I'm if i talking about a topic and then that night there's an ad for something that fixes that problem, that's a convenience to me, right? I know they're listening. <laughs> You're the new generation. My generation, no, we're very <laughs> fearful of all of that. But, hey, having said that, I mean, I, I won't bring anything into my home as a device because mm-hmm. of, of, you know, people being able to hear my conversation. I don't want them to. But certainly on my computer, if there's an AI, you know, artificial intelligence, things that I can use during my business time, absolutely, you know. And I'm sure we're going to see more and more and more, Sean, as we enter, you know, into 2020 and beyond that. And it's something. It's really interesting because I predicted almost 10 years ago that by 2020, most people will be working from their home and using virtual assistants, right? Mm -hmm. And that forget there's going to be less and less jobs for people to go to and more and more people starting their own business. And sure enough, 2020 was exactly what I said. So I'm probably going to be predicting some couple things this year of what I see happening, not only in marketing and social media, but also in real estate. There's going to be big shifts, big changes. And if people don't keep up with it, they will they will lose out as a business. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And and like they say, Sean, it takes 20 years to become an overnight success. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth. And that's the one thing I learned is to have a lot of patience, you know, uh, with my business. It's it, And people say, well, you know, like you should be doing other things. I said, well, but this is my passion. I mean, my business is my passion. My business is uh, an extension of who I am. And I really, really enjoy the challenges of learning something new, you know, and that's why I run out on people like you to say, hey, maybe I should go this way or maybe use a different program and I'll go and I'll try it. I'll try it out and see, you know, if if I can even understand it. But um, no, you know, like we're living in such a wonderful age. We just have to know how to use it, how to tap into it and harness it. And certainly social media, marketing, doing it the right way is a way to harness. So listen, tell us a little bit more just to finish off the show. And you're going to be my guest again, John, because <laughs> you've got really good nuts and bolts recommendations. And that's what we need is let's not talk about highfalutin things, but let's talk about things we can actually use right now. So can you give my listeners on the Canadian Real Estate Investors Association and on 4680q.ca, my radio show, Give us something nuts and bolts that we can try and use this week. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my recommendation is if you're on Facebook, you know what? Write a post or two this week on your own personal uh, page or your profile on your wall that's talking about, you know, a pain point that your audience may have. Right. It's either a mistake, a misconception, a problem um, that they're they're having or experiencing. And you as an expert will you as an expert will know that because you know that's the work you're in. So you're going to paint that picture because the first three lines and a half are what show up on a post before it gets cut mm-hmm. off, right? So the idea is you want to post something that people will see and immediately resonate with, right? Yeah. So you're going to you're going to agitate that problem that they have by bringing it to their attention even more, right? You're going to mm-hmm. paint the picture as to what life would be like without it. Uh, and then tell them how they can start within three steps to, to start to move mm-hmm. towards that, 
right? Mm -hmm. As people start to comment, even like um, those posts, then if there's a comment, you're going to like it or reply to it. Facebook's algorithm works just like this. And a lot of people have no idea how this works. Yes. Um, Explain and, to us. Yeah, and, and even a lot of the a lot of people in marketing, I'm not 100% sure on it fully, but I know enough of how it works. Facebook works on a point system. So when you go ahead and you like something that somebody does, that's good, right? It shows Facebook that you're engaging back. If you comment, even better. If people give likes, if people give uh, like a frowny face to your post, that's a negative point towards you. They don't want negative stuff on there. Mm -hmm. So... When you do a post, it shows it to about 25 people. When somebody comments, likes, or shares, it says, okay, that person's engaged. It goes and finds another person, right? So okay. as people start to engage, it's going to then keep adding on to the people it's going to show it to. It's not going to show it to all like, 1,500 friends you have. It's just not going to happen, right? They show okay. it to a small amount. That's the same thing with Facebook pages, uh, groups, and everything else. Mm -hmm. So you want to do stuff that is engaging, um, and mm -hmm. just see how that works, right? I had a client in BC who was completely against Facebook. She was like, you know what? I don't use Facebook. I don't like Facebook, but I know I need to be there. So I'm like, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to use your Facebook to post three different posts over the next month. This was December. And we'll mm -hmm. see how it goes. So I got her login. I went in and I did that. Well, I posted a, you know, that same kind of structure. She does estate planning. And, you know, it was all about, you know, the, you know, the stress that your family would incur if, if something was to happen, right? Uh, and, and taking the time to, to plan things out. So we did that post. She messaged me the next day. She's like, I just got three bookings from Facebook. Oh, my. Oh and I'm, my like, I'm like, I told you, it works, right? Oh, right? Because people were like, you know, I agitated the problem. Like people were putting it off. It was December and it was rolling into 2020, right? And it wasn't yeah. all about, hey, call me for estate planning. It was talking about yes. a real situation, a real pain that oh, somebody yeah. has and oh, yeah. posing it in a story, right? Excellent. And being Excellent. being afraid to fail, right? Being okay with failing. I'm, what I should mm -hmm. have said, but, you know, if you do a post and nobody responds, it doesn't mean it doesn't yes. work. It just means that you just got to try again and be okay with yeah. it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to hit that that sweet spot. And mm -hmm. not every post is going to be a sweet spot. Sometimes it's just a matter of information we share that nobody has to even comment. I see many because I go on many pages myself and read. Mm -hmm. And then I see them almost commenting. It, I'm sure they've read it, but they just don't necessarily have the time to comment. Like I myself, when I go on Facebook, I don't always have the time to comment, but I've read what you've posted, Rono, and your name comes up mm -hmm. again, right? Yeah. So, and yeah, I did Right, because you got time of day, you've got time of week, you got weather, yep. right? So yep. you know when we sell things online, like on a yard sale site, we wait mm -hmm. for a snow day or a rainy day because that's when people are home and they're looking. Right, a sunny day is not a day you're going to sell anything, so why waste the time? Yeah, so we should be talking in the future about Facebook. When is, is when is it sunny and when, <laughs> when is it snowy? You know, also what's the best time to post? What's the best day to post? And I check on that. I look at the algorithms, right? I'm starting to look at all the algorithms now and it starts to make a lot of sense. So we're going to have to uh, touch base about that again, Sean. I mean, you know, talking about algorithms. Also, what's the best time to post? What kind of information should we be posting at that time? So I've noticed how I've changed what I've posted on different days. 
days because it just doesn't feel right posting something right negative or whatever on a Sunday maybe right mm -hmm. or, or on a Saturday or on a Friday so yeah that has all you know algorithms count and we're human beings we're not we're not um, creatures we're not artificial intelligence we're real intelligence that have developed the artificial intelligence so let's talk to us from the humane point of view as person to person mm -hmm. yeah and you're going to run yourself off your feet learning this algorithm and what I'll tell you right now what's going to happen is they're going to change the algorithm Right. I and they do they it. They do it all the time. That. So okay. you just be aware of that going in that it's 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 a, it's a marathon that never ends. Right. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, Sean, listen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so very much for being my guest on All Things Real Estate, uh, Double Your Income Using Social Media Series. And uh, this is Sean Wynott from Blue Cow Marketing, who is also one of our sponsors of our newsletter. And we thank you very much for being one of our sponsors. And also we thank the 4680q.ca as one of our sponsors. Canadian Real Estate Investors Association is one of our sponsors. And also Be Live TV, we're actually I'm producing the show on. So I want to thank, they're all my sponsors and I thank them very much. So Sean, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you very much for spending the time with us. And this is going to be put on our radio show. So watch out whenever you see Sean's name, please uh, tune in um, and you'll learn something new of how to handle your business in a very simplified way. But it's Maria Recruit from All Things Real Estate. Goodbye, have a great week. And thank you once again, Sean. Take thank care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to All Things Real Estate with Maria Recruit. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to not miss another episode.